Hey, good morning, everyone. A way out devotional. I'm going to start a series real quick called Stop, Look, and Examine. See, so many times we can start off new um, journeys, new destinations, new seasons, and other different things, and just start something new, but we don't ever stop looking and examine ourselves. Because here's the thing about it. If we don't examine ourselves before we go into this new season or this new journey, guess what we do? We take the same things that are going on right now into this new season, and we get some of the same results. So we need to stop, look, and examine. Matter of fact, two scriptures real quick. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, he says, examine yourselves and test yourselves. David says it in Psalms 139, 23, and 24. He says, search me, O God, know my heart and test me. Know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. So we're going to start and say, stop, look, and examine ourselves. But where am I going to be at in this? I'm going to be in Revelations talking about the seven churches, the letters to the seven churches. Here's the thing about it. Not only, these were seven specific churches that Jesus declared these letters to go to, but here's the thing about it. It's not just for those seven churches. It's for the church today. But here's the thing about it. The church today, who is the church? What is the church? We are the church. It's not the building. So we got to use these and read these and examine ourselves in it. And so I'm in um, the first one right now in chapter 2, the um, the church of Ephesus. And so I'm going to read it and I'm going to talk about some of the things and just kind of see what we can do to stop, look, and examine ourselves. Because as I was in this, listen, man, there were some things that I had to repent of. There were some things that I had to kind of look at and, and to examine because I don't want to take this same thing into this new season. So here we are. All right. Uh, verse Verse 1, chapter 2, write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. you got to understand the angel is the messenger or the pastor of that church. He says, this is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands. So in each one, at the beginning of the letter to the church, Jesus describes himself in a specific way. This one, he's describing himself as the one who's uh, holding the seven stars. What are the seven stars? Seven stars are the seven messengers or the seven pastors of these churches walking amongst the seven golden lampstands. What is the seven golden lampstands? It is the seven churches. So it's, it's showing that he is the centerpiece of these seven churches. He is supposed to be the centerpiece. He is also showing that he is intimately involved in the church right now. And so he's given that description. He gives a commendation first for uh, the church of Ephesus. He says, I know all the things you do. And this is what we got to understand in this. These are things in our lives that we need as well, that we need to hold on to, that are great characteristics as a Christian today that's walking this journey. He says, I know, know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work. One of them, some hard work, man. Put in some work in your Christian life. Don't let it just go through and just kind of just sit and be mundane. Put in some work. I know your hard work. I know your patient endurance. You got to endure some things, he says. I know you don't tolerate evil people. And you have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered they are liars. You are patiently suffered for me without quitting. In other words, he says you put in hard work, you persevere, you um, you examine the, uh, you discern evil and good. He says that you don't put up with wicked people. He says I see these things and this is great about you. And the same for our lives. These are things that we need to hold on to. But here's the thing that I caught in there. He says you examine the claims of those who say they are apostles but they are not. But here's the thing about it, man. How many times, just like they, they examined what everybody else was doing, but they didn't examine themselves. 
That's why we need to take this to heart. Verse 4, it's the rebuke. This is the correction. This is the, the, uh, the thing that we need to search. He says, but I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Or in other words, you have forsaken your first love. He says, look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me, repent, and do the works you first did. In other words, he's saying this right here. He's saying, man, you're doing all these great things, but you're doing it with the wrong motive. You're just doing it. And see, the longer we walk in this Christian life, if we're not careful, we could just do the things and not do it out of an abundance of love for Jesus and a love for others. And we're just doing it because that's what we're supposed to do. Listen, I'm a, a little over 10 years walking with the Lord doing this thing, and I can find myself doing the same exact thing, not doing it out of over an abundance heart of love for others and for Jesus, but just because this is what I'm supposed to do. And that's not what it's supposed to be. Man, what's so beautiful about a newborn Christian is, man, you see a fire. You see a love. You see a desire. Man, they, they talk about Jesus all the time. They they desire to go and meet and worship with Jesus. They they have this all um I mean this this first love about them. And see, it's uh you know I'm reminded of in Mark 12, 30 and 31, he says, you know, keep the main thing, the main thing. What is that? The greatest commandment of all. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, with everything in you, and love your neighbor as yourself. Everything else hangs on that. So in other words, he said, man, before you do any of this other stuff, you need to make sure that you have a love for Jesus and a love for others. I ask myself, man, what could cause these people to not have that love like they did if they've been walking this thing out for so long? Several different things. One, like I said, man, they started relying on themselves rather than relying on Jesus. Man, don't forget where you came from. Man, I need the Lord more today than I ever did back then. And see, man, the more that I rely on Chris, the more that I don't rely on Jesus and the love there. Come on now. There's a love that I need you, Lord. I want you and all these other different things that I continue to pursue him. But if I don't continue to need him and I just do it on my own, that love can kind of dwindle away. And say, uh, also, what's another thing that caused the love for others to go, um, to kind of be uh, uh, softened a little bit? Well, I tell you, man, offense in the church, bitterness, unmet expectations, hardened of the heart when people say things or do things, all these other different things. And so we need to stop and search ourselves, examine ourselves, and see if we have lost some of that love, some of that fire, some of that passion for God and for his people. Because that's what he's looking for. Matter of fact, he says it in Matthew. Matthew, He's talking about he's looking for those who love his people. And so continue to go on. He says, consider how far you've fallen man, and repent. And he says, if you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand among its place among the churches. In other words, the light. Man, your your uh, impact, the uh, the things that you have. Listen, because we can be so caught up in wanting to make a show and showing everybody that we not carry His light, but carry our own light. And so, stop for a moment, man, and examine ourselves. Have you possibly kind of fallen away from that love? Do you love Jesus as much as today as you did when you first got saved? If not, we need to examine ourselves. And I'm speaking for myself. I need to examine myself because sometimes I don't. Sometimes I still want to kind of rely on myself and I don't love him like I used to before. And so I'm needing to repent of that and say, God, I need you. Get on my face and seek him and him above before everything else. Before I go into this new season of my life, I need to examine myself and see 
how far I've fallen from the love of Jesus and his followers. And so today, just take that to heart. Stop, look, and examine yourselves to see how far you've fallen and if you've fallen from that love. And if so, just cry out to him and say, God, I need you. God, I'm sorry. God, help me. Help me get back to that place to love you above all other things. And be willing to remove some things out of your life. Be, re be willing to prioritize some things in your life to put him first. Seek first the kingdom of righteousness and his, and then all these things will be added unto you. Put him first, your first love. Return back to him. Listen, y'all have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow. God bless.